0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Member Country Music Podcast. As usual, I'm Kyle Corbliss, and today I'm hanging out with my buddy, Noah Garner. We're going to hang out. We're going to chill a little bit. We've been talking a little bit uh, uh, off recording here about some uh, most random stuff. Most recently, my new uh, old logo CMT hat that came from uh, off the boat in uh, Latvia. (laughs) (laughs) different <laughs> story for a different day. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Don't know why a hat that is uh, from country music television is coming from Latvia, but maybe they really like country music over there. You never know. You know what? Country never.
1: music fans are everywhere. All
0: right. And like yes. brandon
1: Gilbert said, a country must be country wide. Now yeah. it's international.
0: Uh, it's international. Someone's got to make a song. Uh country must be international wide doesn't ring as well but you know why not? It,
1: you know what it, we'll work on it we'll we'll find it, we'll,
0: find it. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out we'll figure it out no dude thanks for coming to hang out with me i appreciate oh, it i'm excited you. to get to know you and uh and talk to you a little bit here so thanks for coming yeah, out, man. Man. no thank you so much for having me on of course so why don't we just start off uh, you know, just a little bit quick, if uh, if you're here and you're new to my show or if you're or if you're here because you uh, want to learn a little bit about Noah here, uh, why don't you uh, kind of just give everyone the, the quick, uh, you know, one two a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, man. So I am a singer songwriter here in Nashville. I have been in Nashville for almost eight years. I mean, a long time, a long time forever, it seems like. Uh, and then. I mean, we have been doing the most wild stuff since I've been here. We've been writing songs and hanging out and recording and putting out music. We just hit mainstreams for the first time a couple months ago. Uh, We have been just
0: moving and grooving for a while. So there you go. I love it. So you just got off of a gig, right? Didn't you just tell me yesterday? You where were you? Yeah, Minnesota or not? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We just got back
1: from Minnesota uh yeah that was wild we had a flight saturday morning it was supposed to be 6 a.m get delayed three times don't get out of the airport till 10 40 land in minnesota with just like get to the hotel with just enough time we had 45 minutes to get like a shower get dressed yeah haul butt to the gig plug play get done yeah get back to the hotel four thirty the next morning i was
0: up in the air. That's nuts. Oh yeah. That's wild. What <laughs> part of Minnesota. Yeah, I could tell. It's a big yawn there. You're gonna start oh, catching flies if you're not careful. You're gonna start catching hey. flies.
1: <laughs> Listen, man, that's what happens, all right? You get moving, you get grooving, then all of a sudden you just start getting
0: tired after a while. Like, <laughs> the name of the game is moving and grooving. That's what the I the name of the game, game you're moving, and it's moving and grooving. Oh, moving oh, and grooving. But what is your what moving. is your thought though, right? Because I don't sleep a lot either. Like, I just don't, I I, I, I don't, I don't, but like, what is your, what is your cap? Like, like you're like, Hey, I need X amount of hours of sleep and I can survive. Cause for me, it's like five hours. If I get a cozy five hours, I'm okay. I think honestly I,
1: I'm getting down to like three or
0: four. If I can get like a couple oh, of hours of just dude, that's like a nap. Yeah.
1: if I like get Five hours is point. just
0: out of the nap territory. You're just you're teetering with the naps. Exactly
1: five five is like. Eh. I think what it is is for me. I think about car lengths. So like, four hours in a car is about the time that people are like, "Eh, I'm done. I could be done being in the car, I'm kind of over it." So that's,
0: that's that's of so that's how you feel about your bed. So that's how you feel about your bed.
1: I feel about my bed. I'm like. But then just, you, that
0: means you don't have like, a comfortable bed. That means you got to work on that mattress because if you want, if you want three like i don't know 3 two, 3 hours is tough to get nice sleep that's tough no, i done it's it like
1: you're like eh, eh come on are you are it's you a tough. coffee
0: guy big coffee guy
1: big and I, and i'm a big believer in like just keep me going like just as as long as i'm moving and like doing something you can't go to sleep if you're moving i will i will last pretty long like <laughs> it's fair the last time I remember really going like that. I was up for 36 hours.
0: Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, um, it was not. It was, it was to the point,
1: being up like that, you know, you started getting to a point where, like, you don't realize you're breaking down. Yeah. But you're breaking down. So, right. like, at, like, 36 hours, you get to a point where you're like, oh, wow, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> why? <laughs> like, why? why am I on the verge of tears? Oh, that's right. Yeah. No sleep.
0: Exactly. That, that'll that'll do it. Hey, I agree. I mean, I've had I've had some weird moments. I think most I ever slept tonight was was like two hours, and that was oh, bad. You, like that wasn't yeah, fun because I because I because I worked for sixteen hours, then slept for two, then got yep. up and did the same thing. Same
1: thing.
0: Oh, like that's tough. We don't want it that. it.
1: Is man. I tell you what. The last, uh, there was a CMA
0: fest here one time
1: where I was working for a bar and seeing those CMA fest is just crazy and of course so they had said can you come in and do a show um from ten o'clock at night to two thirty in the morning and I was like cool no problem do that show get off get done I, I, I slept for like two or three hours in the parking lot because I had to be back at the bar to help set up stuff the next day yeah at like six in the morning
0: seven in the morning yeah that's tough yeah. And dude, that's it, like I'm then, my car kind of deal.
1: Exactly. And then for 24 full hours, I was in that bar,
0: working. And just, yeah, that's that's no.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't do that. Don't. No. Dude, there's a TikTok that I saw this weekend that was so
1: funny. That's this kid, and, and he's like, all done, all done, all done, like, cause he's like a baby, and he got, like done eating or whatever. But it was just like, I'm like, that's me.
0: That's, that's thing about working. life
1: sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, just your hands, all done. That's
0: all it? done. I'm at it. I like the one, remember the, remember the old vine uh, that was like, I'm going to take a nap right here.
1: I'm going to take a nap okay. right here. Okay, 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 take a nap dude. right there then. Okay,
0: then goodbye. <laughs> goes out. That's how I feel, like 90% of the time. I'm going to take a
1: nap right here. Dude, right here. I'm also, I think I have a problem because I'm very particular about like, not where I sleep, like I'm, I'm just particular about like moving and being in go mode so much yeah. that like I don't give a a, a, a snot <laughs> about where I eat.
0: Okay. Eat sleep
1: is where I'm trying to is what I was trying to say. Clearly so, you I mean, haven't got
0: enough sleep if you're talking about eating now. <laughs> let's let's roll that whole
1: thing back, try to get that sentence out right. <laughs> I'm not particular about where I sleep because I'm so okay. particular about going all the time. I will okay. fall asleep anywhere. And like as long as it's comfortable. And I can get a few minutes somewhere. Yeah. I'm in. Fair like, enough. Anyway. The the best place I've ever got sleep was on the side of the stage. Like okay. Opening wow. act was playing. We had been on tour, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna have to play guitar. And like we're sitting in this booth on the side of the stage as they're playing. I'm just like, I'm just gonna write here.
0: There you go. There you go. <laughs> you're 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 an easy guy to please. But now this goes into something that I'm thinking about now because like you're, you're, you're so busy going on the go, 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 go. Right. That do you think, cause, cause I, I have those moments too, where it's like, if I say no to something or if I don't go, or if I'm not there, like, what am I missing out on? Is that why you do that? Oh, there's
1: a big part of that. There's also a big part of like, I'm, I like making people happy. Yeah. Like, you know, being a people pleaser is a real thing. And I, so it's not only what am I missing out on? It's what, is that person that's asking what are they missing out on with me not being around? If sure. they want me there, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're inviting me, I'm, I'm assuming you want me there for a reason. Right. And if I can make that better for you somehow, like whatever we're doing, if I can be a part of that and make that better for you, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. And then when you, it's the fear of missing out also. Right. Cause it's like, if I say no to this, so much good it, it has happened in my life just by being around and just by saying yes yeah. and even you know I, I found more often than not those times where you're like oh i just don't want to go oh i'm just man i'm worn out and tired i just don't want to go those more often than not are the best times that you'll ha- ever have
0: right and and it's because you just did it you didn't like really think about it you just went right right exactly
1: man it's all about living dude I always say like,
0: we'll we'll sleep when we're dead, but I mean, there definitely are, there definitely are moments for me where I'm just like, yeah, not tonight. Like I, like I need to just pump the brakes and take, and take a second or like, I need to just like sleep. Like I, like there, there there was a couple of times where like, I wasn't getting a lot of sleep and uh, I went on a stretch where I like worked nights till like two, three AM. Right. But I would like get up in the morning because I wanted to be productive. Whether I was, you know, sitting down doing stuff for this or like. You know, going somewhere or going to see my girlfriend or something. I don't exactly wanted to keep that life moving. Right. Because like no one's stopping for me. I'm not gonna stop. You know what I mean? So so I was going through a stretch where I was sleeping, like, you know, I was going to bed at like four, sometimes five a.m. If I got home at three, right? I was waking up at like nine, ten o'clock. Yeah. I was going. And I burned out so fast. That the second I had one good night's sleep, I slept like 14 hours.
1: Exactly. I've done that. I can't tell you how many times I did that. When I was working just exclusively downtown at the bars, like yeah. we that's all I had. Yeah. I, w- I had that shift where I would work from 10 o'clock at night to 2.30 in the morning. And then you do bar stuff. You don't get out of the bar until 3, 3.30. I mean, you're counting money. You're getting everybody paid. You're wiping down bars, stacking chairs, that kind of deal. Yeah. And then you don't get home until four right on 4 30 you're not going to bed once you hit the door you know so it's 5 5 30
0: which people don't believe i'm glad you said that because people always how you get home knock out no i'm hungry like i gotta eat
1: and then i'm like oh like well and then you gotta decompress that's the thing is is that's the part you're why decompress from that day you just worked all night and so like when anybody works a nine to five, they get home at five and they decompress until nine o'clock at night. Sure. Like, and then by nine, they're asleep. That's four hours.
0: Yeah. It's like, we don't get that. We get
1: an hour.
0: If we wait that four uh, hours. That sun's coming up and we're screwed. Exa-
1: exactly, dude. And then you're done because yeah. you're not sleeping with the sun out. I don't know. Like, it's such a weird thing, too. When you try to explain to people, it's hard to sleep during the day. Like, you don't yeah. get the same type of sleep that you no. get at night.
0: No, you don't. It's, no you just don't right so so for you right like let's let's circle back here and 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 tie that into this into these bar gigs right so you've been in Nashville for eight years eight years you know that's that's a marathon you know and there are a lot of guys that I sit down and talk to that are you know a year in two years in right and they're all gung-ho about being there and I totally get it because I'd be yeah right right but you know as the years go on you know it starts to become a marathon and it doesn't mean you're not getting anywhere. That doesn't mean that's a bad thing, but it is not a sprint. You're good. It is not a sprint, right? Like that is absolutely what it is. So no, exactly. And I,
1: and I think that's, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people feel that way initially. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that if you, you have to be realistic in the journey, you know what I mean? Like, it's great to be gung-ho in the, in the beginning. And it's great to be gung-ho later. But if yeah. you're going to keep that, if you're going to keep that level. There's got to be a middle of, ground. There's got to be a middle ground. Right. Because it's like, and like you said, man, you'll get so burnt out. Like for me, when I first moved, I was all about like saying yes to everything. Sure. It, like anything, anything would come along. Yes, I got you. Yep, yep. I got that. Yep, I can do that. There are days I would do two gigs in a day, three gigs in a day, just to say yes. Or, you know, I would do stuff like fold T-shirts to try to get a gig and all that stuff. And that's all well and good. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying if you do it the way I did it, you'll get burned out. Because by year four, I was done. And I was calling my mom going, I don't know if I can do this. I'm so tired. I'm, you know, I'm out of money. I'm not. Things aren't hitting I got to pay rent. I don't know if I can, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's four years. And then you have to have conversations where it's like, okay, what structure are you looking for? Like, where are you trying to get and what's the structure that's going to make you get there without killing because you have two options. You can either create a structure that works and flows for you that will adjust with you through time or you don't and you burn out and you fizzle. Yeah. And I think more often than not, when you see somebody fizzle, it's like the most heartbreaking thing. Yeah, because you're like, dude, you don't have to. You know, you don't have to, right? You don't have to fizzle. You can breathe and like take sure. a minute.
0: Sure. Yeah. I, I uh, there's something to be said about just like the because like I feel like I feel like people look and they're like, like you can't burn out. Like, you don't have the time to burn out. But like I mean, you do. You you but do. But you do. But, but like you, you have to really bounce really back good. from that burnout. You have to bounce back from the Brown. And like, it's important, right? Like you said, like you, you have to do this. And by saying this, this is coming from a guy who doesn't do this, right? Right. Like I don't, I don't do what you guys do. And I I never will, but like you have to do it your way. There's only one way to do it. And that's your way. Like you can't follow someone else's path because it's not going to work the same way. It may have worked for someone else. I mean, it could, no, but I, I, The I, odds I, I, are, the odds are it's going to work differently than it worked for right. the next person who tried that exact same map.
1: I, I completely agree. I also think, I've always said that there's no rule book to this. So right. it's like, you can look at somebody's success and go, oh, I want to do that. And I want that story. And I'm going to do everything they did. And you can do that. And that may work for you. Maybe. It may not. I don't know. The word maybe. It, they keep but that's the thing is that's the whole that's the whole vibe is right it's all maybes it's all there's no rules so you right. just try stuff until you can't anymore right you know what i mean and if you're not willing to see that i think i get i get kind of butthurt when people talk to me about careers and stuff and they're like oh well you got to be doing this and you know i've been doing that because you just got it man you got to be doing this and, da, da, yeah. da, da. and it's like don't don't be doing anything you know not really you can in this day and age you can do anything right and if you find your piece of it right and really foster and grow it you'll get there
0: right and it's just it it, it's all about time is the way i take it it all takes time none of it's going to happen like that it's just just not how it's going to work and right like that for many things but especially this
1: Right. I think, and I think people forget that. I think people forget a lot that like, you're on a journey, man. Like, like I think about it a lot and I go eight years in Nashville. It's a long time. And a lot of people can look at me and go, Oh, well, that's a waste of time. You know, you, you aren't in that upper echelon yet. What's going on? What's holding you back? Why aren't you breaking through that ceiling? That kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, but do you know what I've done in those eight years? <laughs> it's like, do you know the, the times that I had, the stories and the memories and all that? Like, and I tell people all the time, if, if I lost it all tomorrow and never got to sing a, another day in my life, yeah. I'm thankful forever and happy with what I've done. There you go. And that's really what you got to get down to. I think, right. If you're going to do music and you're going to pursue any, any sort of career where it's your Hard, like it's your like if you're going to be an entrepreneur and self-employed and stuff like that, and it's your thing, you get to a point where you start going, man, that like this means so much to me that I don't care. Like you, you, you realize what success is to you. I guess is my point.
0: Right? No, yeah, I I agree, and it's all measured in like different different quantities, and that's exactly. I've always I've always seen it that way. It's it, it's kind of what's important to you. And I mean, like, you could take that with any aspect, but that's how I look at it is like, you know, it's uh, success isn't measured by numbers or, or bank accounts or, you know, whatever, whatever it's really just measured by whatever you consider a win. Um, right. And, you know, once people realize that, I feel like it's a whole lot easier to do what you, what you're passionate about. Cause they don't really give a crap about what the next person's doing or who, who cares about whatever and, you know, whatever, all that jazz. So exactly, um, man.
1: That's what happens, right? I mean, when totally. you thinking about it, it's like, you know, success is I can't like who's to say that somebody that that finds peace or happiness in yeah. anything like just sitting all day? <laughs> They, they won. Like, that's their peace. They I wish I their, could sit all
0: day. That's a win for me. Are you kidding? That's what
1: I'm saying. Like, uh-huh. it, you can measure success in just being – like, for me, I just – it's being happy.
0: Yeah. If you, if you can find peace and
1: you're happy more often than not, I think you won life. I just think you did. Like, that's just my experience. No, I would agree. You know, because, I like, I feel like people have a really hard time finding happiness
0: yeah. yeah people
1: get happy and like they get there but they don't keep it very long right and it's yeah. like if you can find a way to consistently be ha- happy more than you're sad i think you won and you're successful in my eyes
0: and i and i'll and I'll, I'll close out this uh this little topic conversation like this and this is the way i see it, and i'm sure you agree at this point is that you're right like if you are if you are prolonging that happiness at the end of the day you you won like you won yeah. your life and yeah. there's many things but for the most part i usually th- i feel like there is you know one major constant that brings you that happiness and that major constant can change throughout your life but that's what prolongs happiness right right we're out here right. welcome to our ted talks welcome exactly to- that's about come it Come sit down, sit down. come on sit down We'll tell you about life. <laughs> exactly, I love it, brother. And we don't know it, but we'll tell you. All hey, right. Bro, so
1: we're floating rock. Nobody really knows. That's the other thing that people forget. Nobody really knows anything nothing, out here.
0: Nothing. Everyone's making here. it up. Everyone's making it up. That's that's <laughs> how I see it. Everyone's making it up. <laughs> Dude, you ever think about how much BS your parents
1: told you that you swore up and down was the truth and then you learn it later and you're like, these folks were just lying to me the whole time.
0: Or or do you ever do this? You ever just like talk and you're just like, you're saying things that sound right to you and you're just like, man, I'm definitely blowing smoke out my ass. Like, I definitely just kind of sound smart.
1: You're like this, but in your head, you're like, this is, this is it.
0: Like, this is what this person needs to hear right now, but I'm definitely blowing <laughs> out of my
1: ass. Yes. You know exactly yes. what I'm
0: talking about. I mean, come on. Oh,
1: dude, 110%. 110%. Easy,
0: easy. All right. So let's circle in here. So you've been doing music for a long time. Uh, you were on oh, Idol at like 16, right? Oh,
1: yeah. That was, God, That's forever ago. That seems like a lifetime ago.
0: Yeah, that was. So talk about that experience. Was that your like first real like, oh, I can kind of do this?
1: So yeah, I think so. I I really do. I, like, I don't talk about Idol very much, just because I don't think like it was a big part of my career or just sure. so quick. But that's such a great question because I don't think anybody's ever asked me that. That's right. Um, Hey, here we are. Like, uh, you, you can see me trying. Like My wheels are spinning, trying to think about
0: yeah, like WD 40s hitting the gears right now. Right? Exactly. Exactly.
1: Days. You can see the smoke coming.
0: It's <laughs> it, it, it going. It's like SpongeBob. Right.
1: All the people running around. Ah, where's what the heck? heck? Uh, I would say, like, for us, and I always say us or we when I talk about my career because it's, I didn't do this by myself. Sure. Like, I had, people that really cared about me helped me along the way and so at the time it was kind of the, the first realization that maybe I'm not crazy because like I always wanted to sing and I always like sing around the house and sing around my hometown and did karaoke and stuff like that and people had at that point people had been like hey like You can actually sing pretty well,
0: yeah.
1: By then, and I mean I've been playing guitar since I was seven, so like by then I'd I'd had some playing up under me, and it was like we really did it for fun. I think that's the that's the thing about all this that like I just find kind of crazy is a lot of this has just been like I like to sing. Yeah. I like being around other people that sing. I yeah. like hanging out with people. I'll go. Because what's the worst that's going to happen? Are going to tell me no? Okay.
0: Amen to that. And
1: and, and then when I went, how, how all that went down was they did what they call a bus call. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Maranato bus, like, went to Tallahassee and took over, I think it was, like, a college or something. Like, an auditorium. And you you go in and you audition for producers before you ever ever right. hit beat. And so I did all that. And uh, I'm I'm the kind of guy like I guess I'm just weird in this way, but like I'm the kind of guy that when I was in line and stuff, I took out my guitar and I sang with everybody. And That's like cool. I wanted you know like I wanted there to be a vibe in the sense of like sure. we're yeah we're competing against each other but not really like we're all here to sing anyway so like why not jam sure and uh, they give you this golden ticket sheet that's like all right you're gonna go to this major city and you're gonna be on tv and this and that and the other yeah and mine happened to be kansas city you know and so like driving out there is my grandparents my mom and me and just driving out there we had a lot of talks about well, what if this goes well? And, well, what if right. it doesn't? And what does it look like? And, da, 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 da. and that was kind of, I think, where it, it did take a turn of, well, this is going a lot better than we ever thought. Yeah. Like, maybe we should take yeah. a look at this and really take a look at this. And, I mean, that was 16, and then two years later, I lived in Nashville. Right. So, I mean, it...
0: it was, so, it did something.
1: It did something. It, very it did much something.
0: So. Maybe a spark. Maybe a little spark. Oh, I think... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you always want to do it, right? Like you, you say you're always just playing for fun, but that's the key. You're always just playing right. for fun. And that doesn't mean you're not having fun now. but right. but no. that because that's why like you don't play music because you're like you hate it and you're just yeah, right. you play music because you love it and it's fun. yeah. and exactly. I mean, how many how many people step away from music after, you know, 10-15 years of like a real career and and they say like, and I'm done. And it's probably because they're just not having fun anymore. So, like, right. if you if you play, right, and you're having fun, you're doing all these things, adding to the cake is just the fact that you think it could be something. Right,
1: exactly. I, I think, like, when you hear anybody major talk about um, maintaining happiness through yeah. it all, you'll find that, like, more often than not, people just say it's it's the music that keeps yeah. me going. It's right. the music that keeps me moving, because it. I say this all the time. If I lost it all tomorrow, if it got like if I could never sing again, if I could never play it, whatever, I'll always love what I've done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like it. Music gives so much life to so many things, and it doesn't matter if you're playing for ten people, ten thousand right. people. It's, it's the best. And I think you mentioned, you said, you know, you've always just been playing for fun and it's like, I don't think people realize how much you really have to keep that close to you yeah. in this journey. Cause you're going to, it's hard. It's just really hard. Right. And nobody thinks about that.
0: I don't really. know.
1: You know, they, they hear about going on tour and they're like, Oh my God, you did these shows and you did this and all that. And it's like, yeah, but the grind." I, I'm also running on three or four hours of sleep and I've yeah. got dryer sheets in my shoes. Cause I can't wash my clothes. So I'm keeping my like socks smelling good with dryer sheets in my shoes. <laughs> and, you know, I'm buying toothbrushes and stuff and from gas stations and going to loves and taking showers. Cause that's the only shower Here's I can get.
0: Shower.
1: Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like it's, to To a lot of people, that may sound crazy, you know what I mean, or they may that may not sound fun or all that, but I love it. I love the journey. I love the things that I get to do. Yeah. How often do you get to tell stories like that?
0: You know what I mean? right? and it's, it's totally true. And you just gotta look at the outside and say, like, I mean, it's not built for everyone. like not not every Joe Schmo walking down the streets can be able to do that. but um like if you like you said, like the music drives you. And if you love the music, you'll do everything else and you'll probably enjoy doing it. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, I think, I think if
1: people, I think where people mess up it, just in general, in any aspect, especially in music, but it can be used anywhere is when you forget why you're doing it. Yeah. Then all of, then all of a sudden it's not, you don't want to do it anymore.
0: It's not fun. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I, I, you know, I selfishly, you know, as me sitting here, like I've probably had those moments doing this, right? It's like why? Yeah. Oh, absolutely! Why do I do it, right? And and I'm not saying like I'm having those moments now, but I think at one point I was like, because uh, I've been doing this for two years, right? I've been doing this for two years, consistently for two years, every week for two years, and I think at some point, like you hit you hit a point where you're like. Like, I've definitely had those weeks where I'm like, man, I don't want to do all this editing this week to make sure that this episode comes up on Friday. And it's not that right. I don't want to do it. It's just like, it's, it's not that I it's, don't enjoy it. It's, it's, I got yeah. all the other stuff going on. Exactly. On stuff gets exactly. It's right? so, like you always hit those walls. And, I'm, and like, I know you've hit these too, but you, it, you're you bound to hit a wall and just be like, oh, man, like, I'm just... Uh, like it's, it's tough, like it's tough this week. And, oh, absolutely. And, like, and you also like, I think part of the reason too is like social media is great, right? Like we love social media because it, oh, yeah. it reaches to people. It allows you to connect to people and, and meet people you may not have met otherwise and they can listen to your music and other, and you know, everything like that. But the negative part is that you see everyone else on social media and, oh, um, you know that might not always be the best thing. And, and like, I had to come to terms with the fact that you know i may not have x amount of followers and this person does but right. that doesn't mean i'm not doing something better than they are right and, and you so just have see, to like, that's once you figure that out it's all just go you know what i mean absolutely um, absolutely and you just have to I, get there i feel like it takes a minute to get there but once you get
1: there right i feel like that's kind of i love what you just said um just because I'm not there doesn't mean I'm not making something as good, if not better, than what they right. are.
0: It's just it's social, it's just true.
1: Social media numbers are so wild to look at because a million is kind of the marker, I think, for people. It's yeah. like like the ultimate goal is I want a million followers, I want a million views, whatever. If you really the way I had to break it down for myself was there's seven. Billion people, right? One percent of a billion is a million people, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, one percent of of a billion. So it's like if I could get one percent of one of like there's so many people, they're million like some like in our industry, it's like you know, Billy Eilish having ten million followers. That's awesome. But then you look at her likes and she only has like a, a million likes yeah. on her front page. Then you go to my page and it's like, okay, there's 10,000 people, but there's 5,000 likes. Sure. I'm looking at that going, half of my audience likes my stuff. Yeah. And 1% of her audience likes her stuff. I'm not saying I put out anything better. I'm not saying I put out anything on par. I'm not saying I'm even in the same game or bracket. But you, that's. I think you have to do stuff like that and remind yourself like I'm doing this. I'm doing like these numbers are just numbers at the end of the day. Like they shouldn't really mean anything or maybe they do. They should mean more, but it's, it's realizing that like you'll find your audience, your people, the people that care about what you're doing on your journey, support your podcast, support your brand. Like
0: it's, but don't you also think that like, 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 I totally agree with you that like, you know, half the fact that half your audience is like your stuff, like that's pretty big. That's a pretty big number. Right? right. And then I also look and I, and I zoom out a little bit more and I'm like, Hey, if I had, if I had a total of, you know, <clears throat> 40,000 downloads, that's still right. 40,000 times that something's been downloaded. Exactly. Right? Like that's yeah. still pretty big. So, I mean, I mean, that's you not never- like, if you that's saw not 40, big in retrospect but in one
1: area,
0: exactly. Sorry, but you're right, though. It's like you're right, though. It's like it's it's, it's 40,000 people or 40,000 people that are you know, someone hit go for 40,000 times, exactly. I'm like, you didn't have to do that, you know what I mean? Exactly, that's the way I, I think that
1: that's the most beautiful part of it all. Is I try to let people know, like, imagine. The number you're seeing in front of you, like yeah. actually like with human bodies in front of you, it would blow your mind. It would yeah, totally. it would stun you. People get nervous in crowds of a hundred, right? Imagine 10 times that you get a thousand.
0: You know what I mean? It's like then imagine a hundred thousand. Like I mean,
1: imagine a hundred thousand. Like it's insane. It, it doesn't make and, sense.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't. It like, doesn't I make sense when you talk about it, but when you see yeah. it. That's what makes sense.
1: Right. Like the biggest crowd I ever performed in front of was 13,000 people. Right. And that was the most ins- I, 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 It got to a point where I couldn't tell you if it was 13,000 or 130,000. Like sure. it just, there's so many people that you're like,
0: this is just insane. Like, All right. There's the people. Like, you know, there's see, the people. That's it's it. Insane. You're right, though. You're totally right. So, like, that leads me into this. I'm like, this is the most perfect segue is that you like you mentioned earlier and i don't know if we actually mentioned this on recording i'm pretty sure we did right. but um your song somebody somebody just yeah. hit a million streams yeah so we just hit that one percent and that one yeah. percent is a huge number a huge number. yeah um that's crazy so before we get into all that like where is the where is the the like, where are you grabbing the song from? Where is the inspiration from the song? Does this Does this song come from other stuff that you grew up listening to? Like, dude, does like is there influences from all this other stuff that create this one song that's been listened to a million times?
1: I would really love to to dive into that for like an hour if we could. Like, it's these like songs come from so many places, but this one like this one came from a very simple conversation yeah i went through a really bad breakup let me put you like this let me roll back the reason i do any music the reason i put out my stuff is because i love music so much it it changed everything about my life it was my voice when i didn't have one it was you know when i didn't understand how to process emotions it would show me how to do that and so when i am in a headspace and i can't find the right song
0: yeah
1: i'll just make it does that make sense like yeah. like i was in such a bad place and was dying for a song that just said what i needed to hear
0: yeah
1: And so I wrote it down. What did I need to say? What did I need to hear? And so when I wrote the song, I wrote the lyrics first. And the lyrics are, and I still have them, they were a letter to my ex. And it literally starts with, dear, my old someone, comma, how you been? Right. And I wrote this letter out of, you know, I hope you're doing okay. I hope life's treating you well. I hope whoever you're with is treating you better than I did. I miss you. Love you. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like I just wrote this whole letter and sat down and and read it over and over again for like days because it's what I wanted to say. It's what I heard myself saying. Right. I just didn't know how it sounded. Yeah. And then every morning. I play my guitar like every morning I sit down. I mean, you see behind me, I've got a bunch of them. I mean, I just pick one up and just play for a while because you'll find what is in here. You'll find it. If you play enough, like you'll go, Oh, I've played this three times in the past three days. Like this obviously is something I need to be working with. Yeah. And that's what happened. I just did that. Like it, that chord progression, just, I was sitting around and, I remember like yesterday for the first time going, dear my old someone, how you been? And like, I was like, all right, that's a, that's a good start.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I took this letter, man, and just chipped away at it, whittled away at it, carved it down into this fully realized song. That was about as honest as I could ever be with myself, with, you know, the story of what happened. I mean, that's about as honest as I have ever, ever been in my entire life.
0: Yeah.
1: Somebody said it, somebody said it to me last night that they said, uh, I could hear you bleeding. That's what they said. And I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. Because when I wrote it, that's exactly what happened. You right. Know? And uh, as far as like, does it come from other places? I think naturally you, if you find your own sound it you can look at it and and go oh my sound is really these artists or like these types of music put together yeah so like i listened to everything from i mean rap to rock to um country a lot of country obviously growing up but like listen everything techno i mean i listened to it all like and I think for me, like, it always comes back to, I love Steven Tyler. I love Eminem. Nice. Um, I love uh, Metallica and like Matchbox 20. Yeah. And, uh, like, obviously like George Strait, Garth, Eric Church. Like, I, those are like, when I sit down and think about the stuff that I like, that's what I go to. And then I study those people and I study how they write songs, I study what makes their sound, and I go, how do I do their process within my process? Right. And and, do, and does any of their stuff fit? And does it make me a better songwriter? And can I somehow get this here? You right. know? And, like, in that song, a good example for me, like, Eminem will break words up to make a rhyme fit. And so I had the line... Lately, I spent my time breaking hearts. I let them in, and then we drift a part, but that's split. Right. We drift a part. Cool. And that ain't fair because I ain't seen the damage that you've done
0: to ah.
1: me. You have to do to me damage. It's got to, it's got to. And I only learned that l- listening to Eminem and Buster Rhymes and stuff like that, yeah. where you watch how you're, they're breaking syllables apart. Right. And, and, and the rhyme isn't how you traditionally think of a rhyme where, you know, the, the words themselves rhyme yeah, so yeah. much as you, the syllable rhymes, right. you know what I mean? Damage uh, to me. Like, it's like it's the M's match and you hear that. So your ear naturally thinks it's okay even though they don't rhyme at all right and pretty cool. so it's stuff like that i think that i take into writing
0: that's pretty awesome i don't think i've ever heard that i don't think i've ever actually heard that i mean like there, I'm, I'm sure that you know over two years there's someone who's a huge eminem fan or a huge rap fan yep. in general i'm sure yeah. i'm sure there is and i mean now i'm not a big rap music fan but i do like eminem and i like eminem because right. i think he's just a legit poet who just talk really fast um and and i just i don't know i think his lyrics are great but i don't know if i ever would have made that correlation and i'm really glad that that's the case because i think it's different i think it's good and i think that like that's important right like like the i love rock music and i love country music and and that's what I listen to, but as a, as right. a song, and, I, and I don't really bridge off that. I like a little bit R and B, like old like yeah. bluesy stuff, right? Um, and then like old school stuff, like Aretha Franklin things like that. Like love that. that. Okay. Oh, yeah. But like, but like <clears throat> personally, I don't really bridge off. Like, I don't. I will, like you know how foodies are like always trying different stuff. Like for for a guy who loves music, like I kind of stick to my lane just because that's yeah. what I love. I, yeah, and like I get you. The, and that's where I love. And that's what I love to just listen to. And, and it inspires me and it, it's, it's a passion and that's the stuff I love, but I like that you as an artist and you as a songwriter are pulling from all of these different areas because it just allows fresh idea. And like, yeah. you're never going to get, you know, it's, it's never going to be the same song about the same thing because you're not listening to the same stuff. So. Right.
1: Um, well, and for me, it's, I'm a product of studying the game. Like, right. it, 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 like in any world, I guess I put, I put it to people like this. Like I never went to college, but I went to college. Like right. I never went to like a university and like sat down in a classroom and like did all that. But I did sit at my desk with my computer and pull up interviews and songs and song analysis and, you know, anything I could get my hands on. And wrote notes and, like, oh, you know, like I watched, I would watch live performances and go, oh, you know, they moved to this side of the stage, they had this moment, they looked at this person, they pointed, they wore this, that, that. like, I, I, I could show you somewhere I have a piece of paper that's got three columns on it. Yeah. And it's got George Strait, Matthew McConaughey, and Ron White in these columns and it I I wrote down what they wear how they stood, what do I like about each one. And like I remember this so specifically Ron White always has like a cigar, like a cigarette on stage and stuff. So like he's always just kind of hanging. And there's like this there's this point that he does that like I do a lot now, which is just kind of this like he, he just point at you like point on and I always love that. So I remember Writing that in that column and going, I want to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I want to do that on stage and and hopefully it translates right. So let's go try it. And then Matthew McConaughey had done a GQ magazine like ad and or whatever. I was on the cover, and so I was like, okay, but like I want to I want to look like a mix of this meets George Strait. How do I do that?
0: That's fair. I like that. I I mean.
1: I think if you're going to find your brand and you're going to find who you are, you look at what you like
0: and you go from there.
1: Why why do I like it? Exactly.
0: Exactly. I agree. I agree. And like, you know, as a guy who wears cowboy boots in New Jersey. That's why, you know what I mean? Like that, that's why, like I look and I say, Hey, what do I like about that? Oh, I like his boots. Okay. I'm going to go buy a pair just like it. Um, You know? So I agree. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. So I think, uh, I just want to circle back to this song and just say how how great I think it is and and Thank how I am, you know, so happy that it's just such an honest and raw song and that like that's all it is. And there's no, there's no, you're not beating around the bush. Like it is what it is. You're laying it out on straight paper. And, and, um, Thank you. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to see the, uh, the uh, streams and, and, and just the response that has gotten from everyone. And I think that it's awesome. So congratulations. Uh, no, thank you, thank you
1: proud for that. That was, and, uh, that was so sweet. It
0: really was. <laughs> like that was awesome. Listen, it's uh, I have diabetes. I don't eat a lot of candy anymore, so the sweetness stays inside. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> but seriously, I am uh, I'm really proud of you. So so congratulations, and uh, you know I hope that uh, that a million streams turns into two million streams, and so on and so forth. So uh, you, so congratulations, congratulations. Dude, tell everyone where you're, where you're playing next, where they can find you, where they can uh, come see you play and, 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 you know, find you on social medias and stream all your stuff.
1: Yeah. So we are um, going to Lovettsville, Virginia next. That's the freedom celebration. That's awesome. It's my favorite show of the year. Uh, That's a fundraiser um, where we help gold star families and uh, the Woody Williams foundation. And if you're anywhere, Within five hours, get a ticket and go. It's the best. It's food trucks and beers and us playing. And had fireworks last year. It's awesome. Uh, the Freedom Celebration, go, go check it out. Um, that's our next big show. Until then, we're always in town. Um, anytime during the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, we are downtown at Nudie's from 2 o'clock till 6 o'clock in the afternoon. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, depending on if we're in town or not. Um, we're at Johnny Cash Bar and Barbecue, same time, two o'clock till six o'clock. So if you're in town, come see us. Uh, other than that, you can always check us out at NoahGarnerMusic.com, Noah Music, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, anywhere you get your music. It's just Noah Garner. Spotify, Pandora, yeah. iHeartRadio, Google Play, Amazon, FarmersOnly.com. I mean, it's,
0: FarmersOnly.com, baby, yeah. It's out there. I love it I love it everybody go listen to Noah's music wherever you stream music uh somebody somebody is out now um and get that million streams to two million streams and beyond because it's phenomenal and if you're listening to this episode right now uh, you love this music and you'll love this song. So uh, everybody, that was another episode of the Member Country Music Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars if you love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, at 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, it's there. Uh, go stream and share it with your friends, the random lady down the street, like I say, week in and week out. Uh, that was another episode of the RCM Podcast. I'm Kyle Corbils. That's Noah Garner. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now.